Who don't love mopping up a slop of shit with biscuits? You should have like a mental screening before you're allowed on an airplane. Their whole thing is like, oh, we got the toilet paper that makes your asshole real clean. Toilet paper. You catch what I'm saying? It's not even paper. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? How's it going? It's your old pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. What's happening? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. How about that, people? Real quick, hey, got some shows this week coming up. If you're in Atlanta, I will be... This Friday, the 16th, I'll be at Atlanta Brewing Company, and then the 17th, which is Saturday, I'll be at the Laughing Skull Lounge in Midtown. Come on through and see some jokes, and I'll be in Detroit on the uh, 20... Fuck. You know when I'll be... 24th? 25th, I believe. (laughs) So if you're in Detroit, if you're in Michigan, be at fucking Detroit Shipping Company. Going to be back up north going to see family and all that nonsense and going to squeeze some jokes in while I'm up that way. You know, how's your week been, people? Has it been good? I hope it has been. Did some shows, had some laughs. What a great fucking week it was for me. I hope you feel the same way. (laughs) I keep trying to watch the news. I keep wanting to give the news a chance. Just so I have things to talk about with just everyday people, you know, people got opinions on all sorts of things. So I'm like, maybe I can try and get some opinions together about things as well. But God damn it, it is difficult. It's difficult. First of all, the news is awful. I keep watching 60 Minutes. Do y'all still watch 60 Minutes? Does anybody watch 60 Minutes? Anybody over the age of 50? watch 60 minutes still i can't imagine they do but i'm giving it a try trying to watch some investigative reporting giving it a chance you know what i mean people going what are they going to investigate and the answer is nothing there's corruption and crime all over this great country that we live in that somebody maybe possibly should be investigating you know Perhaps 60 Minutes. Maybe they would be uh, somebody who might investigate, you know, some of these blue-collar crimes. Some of these laundering operations where they steal all the, uh, the fine people of America's money, you know? But they don't do that. Instead, they're investigating whether or not seafood restaurants, hey, by God, have real seafood. That's what's really going to get this country on track when we can get authentic seafood in Kansas. You know what I mean? They're going to go, hey, what happened to that, you know, the pedophile island guy that hung himself in a jail cell? Perhaps some investigating should take place over there. No, no, no. We're going to go to fucking... Kansas, and go, hey, Frank's Seafood Shack, we want to check out your lobster. Can you give us some lobster? And then they sneak it in a bag, and then they take it to a fucking lab. 
They spend valuable time and money to figure out that Jeff's Seafood Palace and also Hush Puppy Emporium is using artificial lobster. My God. (laughs) Who would ever have thought that would be possible? That some place that isn't anywhere near the sea doesn't have great seafood. Thank you, 60 Minutes, for investigating this, because I've been wondering it. But it didn't stop there, people. Not only only did they ruin every local seafood shop in town, and then they went back to their fucking yuppie headquarters in New York or L.A., wherever the fuck they're from, you know? We're going to go to this small town of a population of 30,000 people. There's two seafood restaurants in town. The only way they feed their family is by keeping this restaurant open. And guess what? We're going to show up and ruin the whole fucking thing for everybody. How about that? And then we're going to go back and then have real seafood because we live on the coast. And we don't really care about you people in Kansas. But it makes for a good news story. So not only did they ruin every local seafood place in this town. They went after Red Lobster too. You know, they're going for the, the head of the beast. They're trying to take down Red Lobster. And they're like, my God, none of these places have real seafood. Red Lobster must be the saving grace in this whole charade that is the seafood restaurant industry. And wouldn't you know it, Red Lobster also does not have real seafood. My God, people. Are you telling me that 36 pounds of lobster for $18.99 is a lie? I just don't know what to believe anymore. (laughs) Thank you, 60 Minutes, for letting me know that the finest cuisine I've ever had in my life is a sham. You're going to tell me Santa's not real next? Is that where we're going with this? Everybody knows The seafood at Red Lobster is not real seafood. Nobody goes there for that. Everybody knows that. You go for the biscuits, of course. You just, whatever shit they bring you, you just mop up with more biscuits. That's how Red Lobster works. 60 minutes. (laughs) What about all these other things that you could be investigating? Why does the water in my apartment get shut off twice a week? That'd be much more helpful, 60 Minutes. Then letting me know that seafood, not anywhere near the sea, might be artificial. My God. It blows my mind. And here I am just trying to participate in society. And I, every time I try... I go, this is why I don't. Because <laughs> you watch the news and they're always talking about fucking nothing. And then you go out around people and they're also talking about fucking nothing. <laughs> oh, fucking Jan and Jim, did you hear the, did you, I, heard the I heard the seafood oh, is <laughs> fake. Oh, uh, no. If you're looking for authentic seafood, you know, and the best you got is Red Lobster, fuck, I'm not going to judge you for that. 
But I don't think 60 Minutes should be showing up to your town if you're just trying to give somebody a seafood experience. You know what I mean? It's nice to have a little sea. It's nice to just have that experience. You know, it doesn't have to be great. Of course, it's not real. Real lobster, like good fucking lobster, is probably like 34 bucks for a tail. But you can get all you can eat at Red Lobster, you know? That's why people go 60 Minutes. Quit trying to ruin the fabric of America, which is built upon lies. <laughs> Just let us eat our fake seafood. <laughs> Everybody knows it's the same thing. Remember when they did the shit with Taco Bell? It was like, hey, man, it's not... It's not completely all beef. It's a lot of meat filler. And everyone's like, yeah, of course. Like, everybody already knew. So why are you trying to rain on people's parade? 60 minutes? Let these people sell their shitty food. And just mop up the liquor with biscuits. That's all we want. As Americans, hell. That's all we really want anyway, is just to mop up shit with a biscuit. And I'm not better than that. Who don't love mopping up a slop of shit with biscuits? If you do, I'd imagine you're probably anti-American. I probably would imagine you don't love this country. I imagine you probably don't support the troops. I imagine you don't stand for the national anthem. <laughs> I imagine you, you celebrate yourself on 9-11 rather than the fallen. <laughs> if, you, if you have a problem mopping up slop with biscuits, why don't you get the hell out? Uh, I like how political my podcast has become, people. I don't know if this is the route y'all are trying to take with me, but I'm getting pretty political on here nowadays, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Everyone, I have y'all flown yet? That's the other thing. This is the only thing I saw on the news. I was like, this is kind of fun and interesting. It has nothing to do with anything. But I still haven't. I haven't been on a plane since 2019. I guess that's not. That's probably like most people. You know, went up to Minneapolis, I believe, but uh, have been on a plane since. But a lot of people are getting on planes now and everyone's losing their fucking mind on a plane for some reason. Everyone seems to be misbehaving in this particular video. I wish, you know, you always miss the setup to things and you just get the end. But people were getting off an airplane, apparently some lady, right? That's where the video starts is people were getting off the fucking plane. But the video is, apparently some lady decided she was going to have a fit in the middle of the flight and try to open a door, you know, which has happened before, which really shows you or really goes to show that, like, yeah, those seats should be reserved for very special people. Because for some reason, every time someone tries to get the door open, they can't, you know, maybe it's because they're in the air flying. And you're supposed to open the door when you're on the ground. That probably has more to do with it than just the brute strength. Anyway, she tries to open the door. So what do they do? They, <laughs> the flight attendants and everybody just get her and put her in a chair and then fucking duct tape her to the fucking chair. So the video starts as like a like lady in the last fucking row. Had to have been like one of the last two people getting off the plane. So the lady's just duct taping the chair, just yelling. <laughs> and the lady's walking for the back row with her phone. 
And the closer she gets, it just gets louder and louder and louder. And then she just turns the camera to her right. And there's just some dumb fucking lady just duct taped to a fucking chair. <laughs> the flight attendant's like, have a good day. And she walks off and then there's like, you know, the army or whoever's there. <laughs> oh. I don't like flying that much, but I don't think I'd ever have that big of a breakdown or whatever it is. Why don't we have any, I think, you know, you should have like a mental screening before you're allowed on an airplane. The first question should be, would you try to open the door for any particular reason (laughs) while we're in the middle of a flight? That'd be a good place to start on whether or not you should be allowed to fly on a plane. Real simple yes or no answer, you know what I mean? If somebody has to think about it for a second, it's like, nah, you can't. We can't be putting you up there now if you got to (laughs) hesitate. You don't get to fly. (laughs) How was your day? I didn't get my go-gurt, so now I'm going to open the fucking door on a fucking plane. What the hell, people? And it wasn't even, I know what you're thinking, must have been a spirit flight. It wasn't. I believe it was Delta? Delta or American, it was one of the two, I guess, bigger ones, you know, was not spirit, which is even, you know, even the classy people are getting out there. Old fucking Shelly forgot her ambient or whatever it is. Maybe took too much. Maybe took too much and started hallucinating. I don't know. I'm not too sure what that shit does. Supposed to help you sleep. But then if you don't sleep, apparently it's pretty cool. Is that how Ambien works? Apparently, there's one story that I know about somebody taking Ambien is that they took it, and then rather than going to sleep, they got hungry and went to McDonald's and then tried to order through the trash can. So they were like up to the trash can going, hey, the speaker must be broken. I can't hear you that good. And then a couple minutes goes by, and he's like, oh, I need to pull up. Because I'm talking to a trash can. I've never taken Ambien, people. But if it makes you talk to trash cans, I probably... I probably don't need it, you know. But if not having it makes you open a fucking plane door, maybe I do need it. I'm in this weird... What's the word? Juxtaposition? Is that the correct word, people? I don't know what that means. Difference between two? Is that what it means? Someone get back to me on that. Just using words I'm not too sure what they mean. I should stick with, you know, talking about what I know. Duct taping ladies. (laughs) And fake seafood in America. (laughs) Stay in your lane, Joe. You don't need to be talking about these words that you don't really know what they mean. But it sounded good, you know. Sounded very good. I don't know. I don't know, people. (laughs) I feel like I've been talking forever on this one, but it probably hasn't even been that long. No, doing fine on time. Doing absolutely fine. Time is a construct of nonsense anyway. But I was like, man, I've been talking for 45 minutes, but it's only been about 15. So we're going to hit you with the Charmin talk, people. The toilet paper. Uh, You know, I'm... My comedy is apparently inappropriate, you know, but Charmin... The toilet paper company, every ad they have is just singing about assholes. You know what I'm saying? They're like, 
their whole thing is like, oh, we got the toilet paper that makes your asshole real clean. That's the whole thing that they're doing. They're like, we get the cleanest assholes using our toilet paper. But because they don't say it directly, they can get away with it. They sing it, you know. But really, they're just singing about assholes this whole time. You got to lift the veil, you know. You got to wipe your third eye once in a while to really see what's going on in the world. And the truth is, these little radio jingles and stuff, they're programming our minds, you know, to have only clean assholes. And I don't really want to live in a world that is only clean assholes. I don't like that, people. Be true to yourself. If your asshole's a little bit dirty, let it be dirty. It's okay. We don't need to give Charmin any more money. We've given them plenty, and what have they ever given you? Nothing. It doesn't even work that good. You know? Toilet paper is not the best way to have a clean ass. I don't know if you know this. But the best way is either a bidet or having, you know, neighbor friend, good friend, come over and lap it up a little bit for you. You know how cats clean themselves by licking? We ain't so different than cats, you know? We're out here scrubbing and bubbing with the soap. But really, you just need a good friend to come over and lick the spots that you can't. Think about it, people. If it's good for the, you know, how come it's not good for us if everything else is doing it? If everything else is getting licked to clean, and they're licking their assholes too. Why is yours any better? It's not. And that's what I'm trying to get at is the mind control by the toilet paper industry. They have a hold on our minds thinking that we need these little pieces of paper, but not really paper, toilet paper. You catch what I'm saying? It's not even paper. You can't put it, you could put it in the mail, you know, but it's not paper. It's toilet paper, but it doesn't even feel the same. You ever try to wipe your ass with paper? Of course you have. We're all the same here. What do you got to do? Crumple it up into a ball and shake it for a long time. Fuck that. You can't fucking lick it up. Get clean. <laughs> Quit letting them control you people and tell you how to think. <laughs> you got that Charmin clean booty, baby. <laughs> no, I mean, you should wipe your ass. <laughs> Again, another message for the kids out there. Wipe your ass, all right? Or get a bidet, you know? When's the last time you had an enema, people? Just staying on topic. When was the last time you really flushed out that asshole? <laughs> you know? What's the deeper one? The colonic? I've never had a colonic. I did use an enema when I was on Maui. So like, let me give that a try. See if I can't clean anything out. But I don't think I did it right. <laughs> I 
of all the things to be confused about how to use that enema, bro, I just couldn't figure that shit out. <laughs> couldn't figure out where to stick it, which end to stick it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very difficult process on how to use a disposable enema. Uh, I think I just didn't relax enough, you know. I don't think I got all enough of the juice in there to really flush it around. You know what I'm saying? Like cleaning a bong when you pour the rubbing alcohol and salt in there. I feel like I should have like shaken my intestines around to really try and <laughs> get all the whatever excess shit out. But just make sure your ass is clean as it possibly can be. Don't overdo it, you know. Don't rub your pheromones off. Just stay true to yourself and don't let anybody judge you. <laughs> Regardless of the smell of your asshole. <laughs> All right. Let's get you the animal animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, my friends. Uh, this one, not dangerous, not even funny. Interesting. Interesting, as a matter of fact. Gives me hope for the human race is what this does. There's a, uh, a particular place somewhere on the planet. And there's a bunch of animals that live there, right? And there's a water source. And this particular water source is the only one that uh, stays wet all year round. A lot of the other water sources dry up. So I imagine this is probably somewhere in Africa. I'm not sure, but that's just what happens at this place, right? So a lot of the animals will you know, have to kind of coexist around this one particular water source. And uh, baboons and lions are mortal enemies. You'd think, right? They don't get along. Lions will eat baboons. But at this particular uh, watering hole, the baboons have somehow figured out how to help the lions catch food so the lions don't eat the baboons. It's fucking crazy because the baboons, right, they don't get along with lions because lions will eat them, as I said. So usually if a baboon spots a lion, it'll make a bunch of fucking noise and go, hey, there's a fucking lion coming up. So everything else will go, hey, there's a lion coming. You know, the baboons let us know. So also at the water horse is some, or at the watering hole is some kind of fucking deer-like creature you know and they rely on the baboons to let them know when the lions are coming but the baboons have figured out if we don't if we don't let these fucking deer know that the lions are coming the lions don't do nothing to us you know so they just keep their mouths shut and then the lions just pick off these fucking deer left and right it's crazy you know I don't think, I mean, the baboon gets its life in return. And that's pretty valuable. But the lion gets to eat. I guess the baboon gets to drink. Either way, I'm just saying, we can get along, people. Somebody else is going to have to suffer. But we can all get along. <laughs> Someone is going to have to suffer immensely. Probably sacrifice their life. But hey, most of us, we can still get along, right? Get out there and get along with each other, people. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. Uh, again, I'll be 
in Atlanta on Friday, July 16th at Atlanta Brewing Company and Friday, July 17th at Laughing Skull Lounge. And then I will be in Detroit, Michigan, July 25th. That's a Sunday at Detroit Shipping Company. Come check me out. We're going to tell some jokes. The album is in the process of being mastered. So give me a couple more months on that and we'll get that shit out too, people. Thanks again for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had some fun. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about here. A lot of nothing, a lot of nonsense. But I appreciate you fucking with me. And I'll keep doing my best. And I hope you do the same. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all around real soon. Later. Later.